views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to be connecting with all of you. Thank you for tuning in and turning us on. And boy, I hope all of you, if you watched the Oscars last night, could totally understand what we mean by being able to adapt. And I'm telling you, in in all the years I've been on the planet, that was an exciting ride. And, you know, this is what I love about this. Who would have known that today in this show, we were going to be able to have a conversation about something that's related, not just to that, but what's going on in the world today. You know, today we get to talk with Dr. Georgina Cannon about the third circle protocol. What is that? How do we relate to ourselves and our others in a healthy, vibrant, and evolving way? And how do we do it always? And how do we do it in all ways? Today, we can be out there in the world about what we're doing, how we're doing it, but most importantly, what you and I are looking at about ourselves, about our lives, and can we understand the dynamic nature of what's going on? For those of you out there, um, I just want you to know, you know, that the Dr. Georgina Cannon is an award-winning consultant, clinical hypno- hypnotist, hypno. I think that's supposed to be hypnotist and relationship coach. But more than that, the body of work that she's been doing is looking at how we are all interconnected and how we do show up in the world. Dr. Cannon, thank you for having me uh, have this conversation with you today. I mean, boy, we are seeing this left, right, upside down and sideways about how we relate to others in the world today. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's a very exciting time to be on your show. Yeah. Especially after last night. That that whole thing was handled so graciously, I thought, so kindly. Oh. Yeah. It says a lot about the people involved, doesn't it? Yeah. And let's start out with that um, because it is in the headlines and it, it is, you know, something that people are talking about. But that could have gone another way. Yeah. Um, 
But for some reason, it became now a role model lesson for all of us about how we handle and how we respond to things in the world, isn't it? Well, it, the other thing that, that I found interesting is if Price Waterhouse can make a, a mistake, <laughs> it makes it okay for all of us to make a mistake. Yeah. But the, the graciousness, it says a lot about the values that that person lives by, that they all live yeah. by, how they handled it. They did it with such grace, such charm, and yeah. such kind, kindness. I thought it was quite wonderful. I thought it was quite wonderful, and I thought it was quite wonderful because, you know, the movie Moonlight, no one really is talking about. I mean, and the real story is that movie, which is about the Third Circle Protocol yes. in so yes. many ways, right? I mean, we yes. people are so talking about the, you know, Warren Beatty, and but the movie itself the movie really itself. Don't you think it really does talk about what we are experiencing in our modern day times? Yes, totally. And and the thing about the third circle, it's all about the unspoken contract we have with each other. Yeah. It's all about how we interact with each other, with expectations and disappointment and sometimes success. But nobody talks about it. Nobody brings it to the fore. And that's what the third circle is. It's that unspoken contract. Yeah. Let's let's talk about expectations. I, I know there are many things we can talk about, but of course I've read your book. And this is an area for me that I'm quite familiar with on my own. But we don't like to talk about expectations. And I think we get expectations confused with desires. Um you know, there's this yeah. this push and pull, which I'd love for you to talk about, between having a desire and having a dream for amazing things in the world, like these folks last night, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, the, the one gentleman that went up for Moonlight and said, I'm done with dreaming. Yeah. You know, and what he was saying is, it's time to bring things in reality. Can you talk about this in terms sure. of expectation, desire, and dreams? Well, dreams are superb, except they don't take you anywhere unless you turn them into gold. Yeah. You know, as much as I would want to be an astronaut, it's a little late for me to <laughs> <even> consider it. <laughs> I can't think of anything that I'd love to do more, but it's, you, know, you have to start a little younger than where I am right now. Yeah. Dreams are lovely, uh, and that's what they are. They're dreams. But if we take them and we make them into gold and we and visualize and and move toward it, then we achieve them. And that's what happened with Moonlight. I mean, that's exactly what happened. They they really, really made it happen. It was a dream, and then they worked it with a very yeah. low budget. They chose their people very carefully. They did it with all heart, and but not only heart, but with a business head, a smart head of creativity and focus. And that's what brought it to life. Yeah. And, you know, this is so important because I don't think we did actually hear last night, um, you, you know, the the this uh, who were the people behind the scenes, because this is part of what you talk about in your book. Mm -hmm. You know, there's me, there's you and the relationship. Right. 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 And, and this is such a great thing to have happened so that you and I can really bring this to the forefront, mm -hmm. you know. Um, when we look at it, the movie itself was difficult to make 
period. Yes. Period. But the people behind the scene, Brad Pitt and Plan B, right? Yes. You know, I mean, we're not even talking about those relationships, but isn't this in the book? What you talk about is not just what this is, but in understanding what our values are, what the values of others are, and then bringing that together, right? No question. So if you look, for instance, just using Brad Pitt and what we know about him, I mean, we only Mm -hmm. know what he wants us to know, but we do know he does an awful lot of charity work. So if his value system uh, talks about humanity and the value of kindness and the value of creation, if that's part of his value system, then everything he does and everything he turns his mind to will um, manifest in that way. And it's the same with us with, with relationships. If we live our values, if our values are um, integrity, kindness, um, the, the need to, to create, then if we live those values rather than just talk about them, then our life will move that way. We'll be comfortable in our skin and our interaction with others will be on the same level uh, because we're, we're bringing our true self to the relationship. Yeah. Now, if, if you're looking at relationships that are difficult or, or uh, new, whether they be dating or whether they be in-laws or whether they be, I don't know, kids turning into teenagers, then we have to move from the snapshot of what was and let the other people learn what their values are and bring that part of them to that third circle. Yeah. And you know what I love about this in the in talking about this? Well, Brad Pitt and let's just talk about, you know, who the other founder was um, of Plan B Productions. Right. Jennifer Aniston, you know, in in 2001, these two people created this. But you know what I love about this? And, And perhaps you can talk about this because I think people now are getting confused in what they're seeing in the headlines, what they're seeing in governments all over the world is these two were able to say, I'm going to turn this over to Dee Dee Gardner and Jeremy Kleiner. And mm-hmm. you folks, I'm entrusting you and empowering you um, uh, to, to really bring this. And the comment that was made was this, that Brad Pitt encouraged a culture of doing that, of watching and trying to understand what an artist is doing. Mm-hmm. How do we create a culture of what you are calling the third circle protocol. And and we can take this at many levels, right? Right now we're talking about Hollywood, but we can take this to a family, to a group and so forth. Totally, totally, totally. So for instance, if, 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 but the first stage is always to know, and, and coming back to it is what your values are, what your own personal values are and your priorities. The reason Brad Pitt could create a culture was that he chose like-minded people with the same set of values, which my guess would be integrity, creativity. In other words, he could totally trust them. Yep. And once you know exactly and live your values, then when you bring that to the party, that changes your relationship to everybody. So, for instance, if you're working in a company and your boss is difficult and part of your value system is kindness, understanding, respect, whatever it is, and you bring your value system, you live according to your values and your priorities in your 
relationship with your boss, it will change that relationship because you're being true. You're being authentic and um, not being snarky, not being nasty. Uh, you're being, you're living your values. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with a teenage kid. If you ask the teenage kid what's important to them in a, in a relationship and they tell you, then that, what they tell you goes into making up that third circle so there's no hidden agenda anymore. You're both living according to your needs and values because you've agreed yeah. to it. Yeah. And you know what I love about this is let's talk about, you know, when we come back, let's talk about the courage that it takes to do this. And the reason I'm excited about this is because for the first time in my life, you know, clearly in my parents' life, you know, when they grew up, they saw this sort of, you know, 50s, you know, energy of McCarthyism. They saw this, you know, mm. era where they struggled with being who they were, you yes. know, in the world. They struggled with ideas that were being presented to them about what blacklisting meant and so forth. And, you know, I'll tell you the good news about me, you know, that information, especially by my stepmom, you know, got passed by, you know, to us, you know, as girls, as you have to stand up for what you believe in. And when I think about this, when I think about your book, Me, You and the Relationship, Mm-hmm. The me is hard to understand, and so is the you. And mm-hmm. the you can be you one-on-one in a love relationship, you, the government, you, you, you. When we come back, let's talk about the you. Okay, great. I'm here with Dr. Georgina Cannon. This book couldn't, I tell you, this book just, you know, I mean, this is the time to be reading this book. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Would you like to experience life-transforming adventures in personal expansion and world service? If you do, tune in to learn about magical innate abilities that you can develop and use to make your dreams come true. Joy Elaine is author of The Joy Chronicles, And she's inviting you and millions of others to join her in working with galactic masters, angels, and the Ashtar Command as they assist humanity and planet Earth to achieve their ultimate destination of ascension. 
For more information about this upcoming event and broadcast, visit joyelaine.com. That's joy, E-L-A-I-N-E, dot com. Gifted intuitive healer and spiritual teacher, Sarah Luce, brings her unique style to the hit show, Small Steps, Big Breakthrough Radio, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in each month as Sarah turns reality on end and shows us how to experience expansive results with simple yet powerful steps. Expect an enlightening bend on what you currently believe is possible. For show details and upcoming topics, visit SarahLoose.com. That's S-A-R-A-L-O-O-S.com. Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit SpiritFireRetreatCenter.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I am so thrilled to have Dr. Georgina Cannon joining me here today, the author of the Third Circle Protocol. You know, before we jump back in and talk about, um, you know, talk about what we saw in the Oscars, but also what we're seeing in the world, I I want to ask you, I mean, you couldn't have planned this book any better. And yet, when you're writing a book, years and years go into it, right? Um, but how relevant this is. And I want to ask you, the way that the book is written in, and also the way that we're talking about it today, you know, what was your inspiration for bringing this particular conversation to the forefront today? Yeah, you you know, maybe you can't be, a, you know, an, an, an astronaut, right? But certainly you can write about things that are pressing in our time. What was this like for you to bring it to the table? It was extraordinary because it happened through a client who came in to see me because he'd come in to see me about anger management. And when we were talking, uh, you know, generally, I said to him, how long have you been angry, thinking he'd say, you know, teenage? He said, well, only in the last three years. I said, well, what happened? What's different? And it seemed that he'd inherited his family's business. And with that family business, which had been going since he was four years old, came the bookkeeper. And the bookkeeper still called him, and I'm going to call his name Johnny. She still called yes. him Johnny and treated him like he was four years old. So she'd taken a snapshot of him at four and treated him that way. So when he called a staff meeting and suggested, for instance, some new um, customer innovation, she'd tap him on the arm and say, you know, dear, it, it's fine the way it is. We, we, we're doing fine. And mm. he'd lose his temper. He'd get really angry because he was disrespected, and then he'd feel sorry and apologize afterwards. And then the following day, she'd come in with a big box of cookies that she'd made for him. And he just, he went red in the face, and he slammed his fist on the desk, and he said, I don't want a damn cookies. I Mm. want respect. Mm. And I said to him, the way you're behaving right now is four years old. 
So what is happening here is you've both taken a snapshot of each other. We've got to change the contract between you. And as I said that, I realized that's exactly what happens with every relationship we have, whether it be the person at the supermarket that takes our money, whether it be our lawyer, our doctor, our teenage kid, you and I. Mm -hmm. uh, It's a relationship that we have expectations and we behave in a certain way. And at no time up until then had we talked about what makes up that contract. That's how it started. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I I want to ask you that we were talking about Moonlight, you know, Mm -hmm. the the film that won um, top honors, right, last night. Um, Groundbreaking. Um, And the kindness we saw on the stage. But what we didn't really see was people stopping and breathing and giving these folks time to really talk about the me, the you that came together to create the relationship that you saw on the stage last night. Right. Um, And it's so important that we talk about the you in the way that you're talking about it in in the book. I mean, you talk about you and your kids, you and your exes, you Mm -hmm. talk about you and your friends. Um, You also talk about you and the unloved ones. So, you know, we're talking about many, many, many things. And now you talk about the professional life. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a reason that you're doing this because me and you and the arrows point to the relationship. Mm-hmm. There are so many faces a relationship can have. And I would love for you to talk about what you've discovered in creating relationships that work. One of the things that, and most important things I've discovered is that we are inclined to take snapshots of each other. Mm-hmm. So my sister and I had a long discussion a couple of years ago because we were living in the snapshot we'd taken when we were younger. We hadn't allowed each other to mature and grow into the people that, in fact, we are. When um, we talk with parents and their teenage kids, they still treat their teenage kids like they did when they were four or five or six years old mm-hmm. because we're operating from that snapshot. It's a frozen moment in time. We haven't allowed that person to, or the, the relationship contract, to change and mature. And um, when I have couples that come into the clinic, and a man will say, she's not the woman I married, or he's not the man I married. And I say, well, how long have you been married? Well, 15 years. Well, I hope not. I mean, if we don't change in 15 years, there's something wrong with us. Mm-hmm. So, so we don't allow that uh, change to happen. And life changes us. We change yeah. with every interaction we have. We change yeah. with everything we do. Mm-hmm. Every person we speak to, we change a little bit. Even at the cellular level, we change. We know that. So we have to be more fluid. That's why the contract, the relationship contract, has to be looked at every six months or so. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you've been married for 30 years. I don't care if you're best friends for 20 years. Have a look at it and bring it up to date and see what is it we need to do to keep it healthy, juicy, loving, kind. What is it that we need to do to bring it up to date? Yeah. You know, let's talk about that. What does that look like? And the reason I'm asking uh, us to talk about what does it look like to revisit the relationship? Um, 
you know, sometimes when we have that in our plans to do, it can be very, it could be misinterpreted. And what I mean by that is, I think that sometimes, you talked about it earlier, last night, it was not about the what, it was about the how. Right. Right. It really, you and I both commented on the level of humility and uh, absolute kindness of mm-hmm. the folks from La La Land. Yeah. And I, a lot of people are talking about that um, and, and what that takes to do that. So it's really the how do I do it? Because right. sitting down and saying, you know what? I think we need to revisit this relationship may not be the best way to go about it, right? No, right. <laughs> right, because it's it's saying that there's something wrong with the relationship. And that's by inference, it's saying there's something wrong with you, right? Yeah. So I think we need to start with ourselves first, as always. You yeah. know, what are, my, what are my needs, my absolute need in, in every relationship? And then look at it and say, when we were younger or when we first started, together, um, how did I see our relationship? And we, we do it personally. We do it with a piece of paper or on your computer, but you don't discuss it with the other person because you're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. How was that relationship? What did it mean to me? How did I see it? How did I feel about it? What did I think about it? And now, what do I want to change it to? How can I make it richer, fuller, um, more exciting, more juicy, more loving, kinder, uh, more satisfying. How can I bring it up to date? You know, it's like wearing an old dress. It's fine wearing yeah. an old dress, and you may yeah. love it, but you look in the mirror one day and you say, you know what, this doesn't work anymore. My body shape has changed or it's faded or whatever. It needs to be refreshed. So that's basically what we're doing. So we're looking old patterns, and we want to change them to new patterns, but we do it ourselves first. And then... We see how impactful that could be, mm-hmm. and we just discuss it. We just say, you know, and you compare it again to your value system. What are your value system? And you look at the list of what do I need in the way of priorities? Do I need more fun in this relationship? Do I need more uh, affection in this relationship? Do I need more authority in this relationship if the business relationship? Um, do I need to feel more loyalty? What, what is it I need? And once you're very clear about that in a, in a gentle, kind way, always working within your value system, then you approach the other person and say, let's talk. Let's talk about our relationship contract. Let's talk yeah. about where we are and where we could go. And, you know, nothing wrong with it. It's fine. But let's see if we can make it richer and more fun. And if you use words like that, nobody's going to say no. Right. Right. Uh, And, you know, for many people that might be listening, maybe there's something going on in your life. Maybe there's something that you want to get a couple of of, of answers, uh, answers to some of the questions you have. Why don't we take a short break? When we come back, phone lines will be open 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. And for those of you out there, you can go to the drpatshow.com website. And if you go there, you can ask your question right online. I know a lot of you are very, very busy right now and, and are not able to, to pick up the phone at the office and call in. But we've created a way for you to get your voice heard. 
uh, go to the Dr. Patcher or Transformation Talk Radio com and you will see the box right there when we come back we're going to be talking about you know this the third circle protocol you know what is it uh, that compels us to want to strengthen relationships and what is it we have to look at inside of us as we are in the world and here's a quote in the book friendship is always a sweet responsibility never an opportunity Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Is our strangest feeling been this way for you? There's something the way you move. Something the way you move. With you, I'm better healing. It's heartache through and through. Something the way you move. Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You, yes you, can be the highest version of yourself. Wellness coach and natural beauty expert Dr. Agnes Renkel is on a mission to help you play the game of your life. Win in vibrancy, health, and beauty. Because you deserve it. Dr. Agnes goes beyond the limits in her personal coaching sessions to revolutionize health and wellness. Now is the time to unleash your true power. For more information, visit dragnesfrankel.com. Tune in to Dynamics of Diversity Radio, scripting the new narrative for immigration with leading experts, Kripa Upadya and Steve Tanijo on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will remove the noise that often accompanies discussions on this topic and share a new perspective on the dynamics of immigration and diversity, ever reminding us that together we are all at the core of innovation, excellence, and positive change. Visit OrbitLawPLLC.com for upcoming topics. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. When your body is awakened, your spirit comes alive. Dana Canetto is a transformational guide, embodiment coach, and spiritual mentor assisting women in realigning with their truth and embodying who they are by connecting to the wisdom of their body. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network for Body Divinity Radio with Dana Canetto. For more information on Dana and her services, visit danacanetto.com. That's D-A-N-A-C-A-N-N-E-T-O.com. Good enough for me. Cause this heart is open, busting on the scene. 
Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. You know, for more information about us here uh, at Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show, yeah, go ahead and go to Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show, and you can find out lots. For more information about the network that I'm referencing, you can go to transformationradio.fm. Dr. Cannon, for more information about you, um, what, what is the best way for people to find out about you and also get a copy of the book? They can go to GeorginaCannon.com and find out all about what I do and the clinic and teaching and classes and the books I've written. Uh, if they want to purchase the book, they can go to their local store like Barnes & Noble mm-hmm. or Amazon, Amazon.com. And uh, when you've read it, I would ask you please to leave a review because nothing yeah. um, rewards the author than hearing that you either liked it or you had comments about it. We're getting feedback, and it's terrific if you could do that. Yeah, and it is a terrific book. Um, And, you know, certainly um, a shout-out to my friend and colleague, uh, Gail Tor, who has been instrumental in the Dr. Pat show, even Mm. getting any legs uh, early on. Uh, Gail went beyond what anybody would do to a brand-new show, by the way, who nobody wanted to come on. And the people she worked with, the Deepak Chopras of the world, she opened the door um, and invited them to play. And, you know, you don't, I mean, you don't ever forget things like that, do you? No. 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 Again, that's that's the relationship, right? That is the relationship. Yeah. That's her value. Yeah. 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 And, of course, she's thinking right now, she's listening. Yep. And, and Pat, when are you going to write your book uh, after the network's launched? <laughs> well, let's go to Good the phones, Miss. I know. Don't ask me that question. Let's go to phones, Mr. Betty. All right. We'll have April calling in from uh, Olympia, it looks like. Hello, April. Hey, April. Welcome to Hi. the show. How can we help you Thank today? You. How are you? Thank you. I'm great. Thank you so much. So I love what you're saying, and I hear the value in coming together in a way that is healthy and responsive and those healthy questions. But what do you do when you've done that with a partner and someone you love dearly and they don't respond or take action on their part? Because that partnership is really about two people coming together to make this one united thing happen. So what do you do when the other person's not doing their job? All right. Yeah, I tell you exactly. There are a couple of things you can do. First of all, Uh, You can ask them what they absolutely need, bottom line, in a love relationship. What do they need? Um, And it might be affection. It might be good sex. It might be laughter. It might be a lot of things. Ask them to give you four or five things that they absolutely need, and you give them the four or five things that you absolutely need. And then you ask them what are they prepared to give to this relationship and let them write down the three or four things. The other, then the next thing is you say, what five things do you need from me to feel loved? And let them write it down, and you write down your five things, and you just exchange them. And it can be something as simple as uh, when we're out together at a party and you look at me across the room and you just give me a wink or a wave, I feel loved. Or... Uh, when you make breakfast on Sunday mornings, I feel loved. Or when you initiate sex, I feel loved. 
five things mm-hmm. that make you feel loved, and they're not questioned, they just are. And what happens with that is they're making a commitment to, they're making the contract. They're saying, this is what I need, this is what you need, and get the agreement on both, and you've got this contract. It's right there. They don't realize even that it's a contract, but they've committed to something. Does that make sense to you? Right. It does. And so what I'm wondering from there is once you've made that contract and there's Mm -hmm. an expectation of each to fulfill that and they don't feel fulfill those obligations, even though you've talked about it, do you think it comes back to them really needing to do their own personal work at that point before you can even make this new contract? Totally. Totally. But the contract contract is, is agreed to. So if you give them five things that you absolutely need in your relationship, but also five things that make you feel loved. So the need might be, I need to be heard. I need to uh, have time for myself. Uh, And that time for myself is like when I come home from work, you have to be specific, right? And then um, then the the things that I need that make me feel loved are when you walk past me and you just rub my shoulders. It makes me feel loved. Be specific yeah. and ask them to be okay. specific. You get them both. You sit down. You discuss it and agree to it. Once it's agreed to, that's the contract. Got it. Okay, perfect. I love it. I'm going to give it a try. Okay. And if they don't live up to the contract, then you say, what's happening here? You know that this yeah. is important. I'm doing my part. And it, what it does, it changes the dynamic from you to him and him to you, to diminishing the contract, diminishing the relationship. Because this is what it takes okay. to make the relationship. And once yeah. it's removed from me to you, it takes away the personal part of it, but it gives the other person the responsibility to maintain the energy and the strength and the power of the relationship. Does that make okay. sense? Okay, yes. Would you repeat the two questions again? Uh, I, we just got a little request from our listeners to sure. repeat that. They picked, they got the second question, but what was the first question? Maybe just repeat them again. It's always sure. good to hear again. Sure, absolutely. And by the way, they're all in the book, of course. Yep. Um, what do you? What do I need, absolutely need, bottom line, in any relationship I have? So it could be respect. It could be to be heard. It could be laughter. It could be affection, whatever it is, five things that you absolutely need, bottom line, in every relationship. And then what are you prepared to give to that relationship? And the other thing is, what five things do I need to feel loved that I would like you to do for me that make me feel loved? Great. And and they're, they're usually affection things of some sort or other. Great. Wow. You know, and let's talk about this for a minute. And thank you, April. Thank you for calling in. Um, that question was great. And I love the, the last part of it, too. What if you do this and it just doesn't work out? And let's talk about this from a couple different perspectives, sure. because this question was about an individual. But your book goes beyond an individual. It yeah. talks about organizations. It talks about bosses. You know, it yeah. talks about those everyday things that people face in the world. Yeah. And so sometimes you get to a place where you cannot change another person. And yet we try like hell. Give us a little guidance on that. 
Well, once you really, really know what your values are and your priorities, once you understand that and you really live them inside your skin, then wherever you go, you will take that. So if you work in a company and your boss is a bully or nasty mm-hmm. and it goes against your values in the way that you're treated, not against your feelings, but against your values, because sometimes we just have to suck it up if you're working and you've got someone yeah. who's a bully, but yeah. against your value system. So if you're, one of your primary value systems are to be kind and to be um, ethical, oh, whatever, and your boss goes against that, you see that they're not ethical, then you make the decision, what do I need to do to, and how long am I prepared to stay here and learn what I need to learn so that I can move to the next level? In other words, you've moved it from an emotional level to a conscious intellectual level, and you're making it work for you. So you're getting yourself empowered. You're not disempowered by your boss. You know, this is really the key, though, to taking a look at what's going on within within us, too. You know, sure. it's one of those things where we stop and we say, you know, where is where is that thing that I draw my lines in, lines in the sand? Yeah, you exactly. know, I think one of the most important things that I know comes up for a lot of people, uh, they've called into the show, there are relationships which are of the romantic kind, and then there are friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, and And I'd love to talk about this when we come back. Mm-hmm. Is it different for friends and family? Are there things that we need to look at differently for friends and family? Sometimes we can step away from relationships. We can go through divorce processes, all of the above, and a relationship. But there's something I think that is really important in what you've written in here, especially about friends and you and the unloved ones. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. And all I remember is your back Walking towards the airport Leaving us all in your past The earth is an ever-changing being. Goddess Light, Shamanic Healer, Brie Gibbs, guides us through the ascending worlds, bringing forth knowledge and truth. As a light creator, she is here to provide new information needed at this time in our evolution. Join Brie as she shares messages from guides, spirits, ascended masters, goddesses, and others. Tune in the second and fourth Monday, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Thursdays, 1 p.m. Pacific, for Silver Gaia Radio. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Are you tired of being tired? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the adrenal glands, the workhorse of the body? They are the means by which you position yourself in life for whatever comes your way. Tiny but mighty, producing hormones the body uses to promote energy and vitality. These adrenals determine how you respond to stress, and when depleted, the body loses its ability to function powerfully when we need it most. The much-needed adrenaline or epinephrine is not available for emergency situations. 
Cortisone and cortisol, the longer-acting anti-stress adrenal hormones, can also become depleted due to the pace of our everyday lives. We overwork and undernutrition our most powerful ally that helps us to live the lives we desire. We are able to determine the optimum function of the adrenals and put your system back in balance. Contact us today to feel powerfully energized at 888-777-4232 or visit us at maryjanemack.com. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got Talk Radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh, my goodness. What is a brilliant culture? And how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit ClaudetteRowley.com. Hey, everyone. It's so great to be connecting with all of you. I'm thrilled to have Dr. Georgina Cannon in the house, and the book is The Third Circle Protocol. Um, Before we talk about um, friendships and the unloved, you know, again, please tell folks your website and the best way to find out about you. Sure. It's GeorginaCannon.com, and it's C-A-N-N-O-N.com. And by the way, I answer every email that I get, not necessarily right away, but certainly within 48 hours. Mm. Well, thank you. Uh, Boy, you know, that's been very important for us, too. We do the same thing because Mm -hmm. that is relationships in itself right there. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, if if you're going to put our if we're going to put ourselves out there, we have to make ourselves available. And respect, isn't it? It is respect is respect. Yeah. Um, One of the things that you also have in the book, which, you know, the thing that I was really struck by is, you know, you talk about relationships and you talk about friendships. And Mm -hmm. I think the question that came in is, you know, can we use these same tools or are friendships maybe different? We use the same basic tools, but with Mm -hmm. a different nuance. So the same, same basic tools of knowing what your life values and priorities are and how we apply them to ourselves and to other people. So if we're working and we we wonder what happened to the friendships that sort of drift away, because life gets in the way sometimes, you know, we get married, we have kids, Mm -hmm. it's all enveloping, and this person that we loved and had so much fun with, when we're younger, we occasionally get a Christmas card or a phone call, but we've lost that connection. So what we need to do is to look and see how our values and priorities may have changed over that time. Um, you know, what are our key life values today and priorities? 
And what are the current limitations that we have in our life? You know, we have less time. Uh, we can't get around so easily, whatever it is. And then we have to consider when we were friends with this person 20 years ago or whatever, this is what we wanted our friend to be. We wanted them to be, I don't know, easily available. Uh, we would talk for hours about our dreams together, sometimes all night. <laughs> uh, somebody to go to a movie with. That was fine then. But what do we want our friend to be today? And the interesting thing is, as we get older, we soften up and we move from the doing into the being. Mm. So we want our friend today to be maybe a kind, um, somebody who's a good listener, somebody who is fun that we can laugh together at life and support each other through life. So the list is slightly different. So, you know, even though we have this friendship and this, this bond that goes back a long time, it needs to evolve like we evolve. And if we want someone to be exactly like ourselves, <laughs> I mean, what is it? The quote in the books is something like, I don't need a friend who changes when I change. Yeah. My shadow does that better. No, yeah, exactly. Want, no, we want someone to do it who supports us, who laughs with us, who's kind when we're feeling vulnerable. Uh, so it's different. It's a different type of relationship. And sometimes they they journey with us through time, and sometimes they're just not available anymore and they're just not appropriate anymore. So we need to make new friends. Yeah. And uh, we make them in a different way. We yeah. choose friends as we get older differently. We choose yeah. passions. We choose values, not just because they're cool people. Right? Very different. Yeah. You know, a question just came in. I want to make sure we get it on here. Yeah. And the question is, um, you know, I uh, I have someone that's very, very dear to me, um, but sometimes their 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 communication is harsh, mm -hmm. and I then respond harshly. Mm -hmm. What can I do differently? One of the things to understand is that we want people to take us the way we are. Uh huh. And and we're not prepared to take people the way they are. Mm. And once we understand that that person, that's just the way they respond, it doesn't mean that's where their heart is. That's their go-to place. Like some people have a go-to place that's no first, right? I don't really know anybody like that. Yes, yeah, I do. <laughs> Isn't it a great day today? Well, no, not really. You know, no <laughs> is their go-to. So the harsh response might be their go-to place. It might not be who they are. But find out. And see, do they know they're being harsh or just the way they respond? Mm -hmm. And also stay true to yourself. So if their response is harsh, then don't go there. Take the high road. Be true to who you are and your values. Stay you, not them. Yeah, I mean, isn't that really the key? I mean, isn't it like what we started out talking about today when we were talking about the Oscars yes. and we were talking about something that could have gone really sideways, could have right. gone totally in a, in a different direction that totally it did, different. but it didn't. Right. Right. Because ego wasn't involved. Kindness mm -hmm. was involved. Mm -hmm. Grace, graciousness was involved. Humanity was involved. Understanding, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. really what it's about. Um, I know we only have a, a minute or two left, but I did want to jump on something that you said 
mm-hmm. the term respect. Mm-hmm. I know in the research that I did, uh, it didn't matter how many questions I asked about what scenario, people feel that others are obligated to provide respect. 98% say mm-hmm. obligated, not just, yeah, I'm accept- No, obligated mm-hmm. to provide respect. Mm-hmm. Is that the keystone, keystone now? Is that, is that the, really, is that the tipping point for a lot of folks? I think that equates to being heard. Mm, yep. I think that's what it's about. So if, yeah. if, if every time I say something, you, you dismiss it or mm-hmm. you are reading or you walk away, uh, that is so disrespectful and so hurtful. That's what I believe, in my case, it means. Mm-hmm. That they, people need to be heard. They need to have their time, their footprint recognized on the planet, that they have mm-hmm. value, they have worth. Wow. What a great show. Thank you for this today. Um, I, I wanted to, I know we've got a couple of minutes left. There are probably some things that I didn't speak about or some things that are important given the world we live in today. Mm-hmm. What's your personal message for that? What would, what could, what could you in this short period of time help us understand to do better? The most important relationship is the relationship with yourself, and it sounds mm-hmm. trite, and it mm. sounds woo woo, but it isn't. If you truly, absolutely live your values, so for instance, if kindness is one of your values, I would ask you: Are you kind to yourself? Um, if respect is one of your values, are you respectful of yourself and your needs? If, if um, to be heard, do you listen to your intuition? You have to live your values. You have to be um, authentic and comfortable in your skin. And I know it sounds easy. Sometimes it's very difficult, particularly if you've been brought up in an environment that, um, where you have no sense of your self-value. This is where you can find it. And, mm. and finding your own self-value is the greatest gift you can give yourself. Nothing mm. to do with ego. It has everything to do with heart and soul. Wow. Thank you so very much for today. Um, And again, you know, thank you for bringing a conversation to the forefront that is so important in the world we live in today, fast-paced social media. Thank you so much. Bless your wonderful heart and for the work you do. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on. And stay tuned for another hour coming right up here on Transformation Talk Radio. The audio was via a Skype call.